Hey everyone, sorry we skipped yesterday. I've been under the weather, so in case it's not consistent over the next few days, don't think I forgot about you. But I felt like there was just no way I could skip today. Rachel made his yard site. So at first, I was all hectic trying to find a brilliant tour to say over. And then I thought it over and I realized that if we actually just sat and internalized what went on, it's the biggest inspiration we could possibly get. So before we analyze it, I feel like we first need to stress that the Abos and Himos were people beyond our comprehension. We can't even put ourselves in their shoes. Their greatness is something that our limited minds can't grasp. However, we definitely could and should learn from their actions so that we can apply the lessons to our lives. So as you know, when love and switches Rachel and Leah, the whole story could have ended very differently. Rachel could have not given over the signs to Leah, like, if I was put in a similar situation, I probably could have rationalized that it's almost a mitzvah to keep those simanim to myself. I mean, marry a long-term learner, gadal hadar, like, how could I give up such a thing when I know that there are literally no options other than to marry Esau for Russia? And yet, Rachel was willing to give up her entire future in order not to embarrass her sister. She didn't just give up on the grade of shidduch. She did it knowing that there was no other shidduch available for her. So I know I've mentioned this before, but I feel like because we've been learning this story since we're three, we're so used to hearing certain concepts that we don't appreciate or realize its significance. Like, if we just stop and think about what actually occurred, it's mind-blowing to give up her entire future. I mean, we fall apart just hearing that our best friend got engaged, even though we know that our shalach is still out there for us. And here, Rachel overcame her own feelings and gave it all up for the sake of her sister. There's no greater opposite of jealousy than this. And to take it even further, later on we see that Reuven finds Dudam in the field and he brings it to his mother Leah. So Rachel asked Leah for the Dudam because it was supposed to help with having children. And here's what Leah responded. It's not enough that you took my husband, now you also want to take these Dudam from my son? So, of course, the Mepharshim asked, like, what kind of chutzpah did Leah have to say that Rachel took her husband? Rachel sacrificed everything for Leah. So, as the Dasakinim and others famously explain, Rachel gave over the Simanim to Leah in a way that Leah didn't even realize that she was receiving signs. In other words, not only did Rachel give up her Shadach, she also did it in a way that Leah never knew what her sister did for her, to the point where Leah was actually able to accuse Rachel of taking her husband. Can you imagine what that means? So when Leah said this, you would think that at this point, Rachel would say, listen, Leah, we gotta have a talk over here. But no, she still doesn't breathe a word. That's greatness. So I feel like if we actually just sit and think about Rachel's greatness, She's the perfect role model. How do we react and behave to all the challenges that we face in Shalachim? Are we stepping on other people's feelings? Are we being careful not to shame or embarrass others? Or are we so goal-oriented and aggressive about obtaining that perfect Shalach to the point where we hurt others in the process? So let's take this lesson as an inspiration, and maybe we can learn a little bit about overcoming our own feelings for the sake of others. 